welcome to episode 166 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am almost on vacation, Janelle. Like traveling. Yeah. You're on break. I'm summer Janelle. You're summer Janelle. You're you're like pretty full summer Janelle no. now. Had to wake up early the last two days. But you've been staying up late though. I have been, but I'm tired now. Yeah, I mean, but still, <laughs> you're fulfilling the like fun part of summer Janelle. Yeah. You just haven't slept in yet. You haven't compensated you on the other end. Sleep in. Anyways, um, it's exciting. We're gonna go on our trip soon. Yeah, a little bit, we'll be little my bit away. Vacation pantsing. Well, thank you all uh, for joining us on this episode. We're, uh, I think we're doing a more consistent job of recording during the summer than we normally do, because normally at this time, we would have been gone. Well, we are going to be gone, though, so... Yeah, but I'm saying, like, most of the summer. If you look at our history, <laughs> our summer updates are in... They're not consistent. They're inconsistent. That's all I'm saying. Well, everybody is, like... Busy doing their own thing. Yeah, so you know, it's. I'm glad that we're doing the updates. We're keeping up going on the things, but uh, I just want to give everyone a heads up that there may be some <laughs> there delays. May be a little... Alex Keaton is my friend. My other podcast, where Keith and I are, you know, keeping going, but also there may be some delays. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's how it is in the summer. That's how it is. How are you guys doing during the summer? Say doing during. That's hard. Doing during, doing during, doing during. (laughs) How are you guys doing during the summer? We'd like to hear from you at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. You can write us and tell us everything about what's going on. We want to hear all about it. And with that, I think that is a perfect transition to take us into the news. And now the news. So remember, you can always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, wherever you listen to our podcasts. And if you want to email us, I already told you right before this segment, so I feel like if I said it again, that would be just repeating it. (laughs) If you don't remember, just, just rewind a few seconds, and then you can hear what I said just a few moments ago. You can message us on our Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. That's when you like just fall in the mud. <laughs> At Mandarin uh, I got Orange Show, and you can tweet us at Mandarin Orange. And of course, please like our Facebook page and join the Facebook group. That'd be fantastic! Yay! We did a special <laughs> Potvox Presents this last week. Yes. Starring Pacifico, mm-hmm. Matthew Schwartz, um, all the way over in Georgia. I love how many different states and countries we've had represented in this thing. It's been super great. Um, what do you think of Pacifico? He's very nice and he's very talented. Yeah. So. It's good stuff. You can watch it on our Potvox Music Facebook page or YouTube channel. And uh, we would love if you would check that out. Um, it's our last one for a little while because, again, we're going on a little bit of a hiatus for vacationing. We are going to take a break on the live stream because that takes a little more structure. You know, we yeah. can't just set up on the couch at any we old time and do that. can't have a green screen. So we'll, we'll be coming back to that probably in August. Well, for sure in August and uh, back to that. Now, we had already talked about the live stream. We did that before. Didn't we? Did we already do that with the kids? Or was that since then? No, it's since then. It was on June 18th. Was it really? So mm-hmm. I guess we haven't talked about that. No. Well, 
We did a, a live stream, another Mandarian Orange Live. Starring our kids. That's right. Our very special guest, the kids, Luke and Audrey. And it was really fun. And I hope you guys watched it. And if you haven't caught it yet or you didn't realize, the video is on our Mandarian Orange Show and Facebook gonna page. And you're going to put it up on YouTube. And it'll be up on YouTube by the time people hear this. So you can watch it on our Mandarian Orange Show YouTube channel. Yay. And you should. Yeah, it's check fun. it out. It was really fun. Mandarian Orange Show Kids, or Adults versus Kids is what it was called, I think. And it was fun because we had some active commenters in the comments. Yes. So. so it was good. And we're going to do another one. I mean, we said sometime in July. We'll see. Because, you know, again, vacation. At the very least, we'll be back to another live stream in August. Yes. So that was really cool. But you know what else was really cool this last week? You had a very special day this last week. Yes. I celebrated another trip around the sun. <laughs> Isn't that what the people say? That is what people say. The humans. <laughs> that's what the humans say. <laughs> how how old do you want people to think that you are? I'm not weird about my age. I'm 43. It's not weird. I'm it's a good age. I'm 43 and um, I did post on... My vacation pants that um, a memory popped up on my feed. It was like, I think eight years ago, somebody at the grocery store <laughs> asked if I was graduating high school right around my birthday. Um, so I said, you know what? That makes me like in my late 20s. Yeah, now. that's what they thought. So, so um, you know, happy birthday to me. It's important, you know, if I look that young, that's yeah. the important part. That works. So, um, but. What do we do on your birthday? It was so, it was so much fun. Um, the, your parents came down and Matthew came down and we played games and. Um, I got to choose everything, and um, we got lots of presents, or we, I got a lot of presents from everybody, and... Well, not only did we do the celebration with when my parents yeah, came down. Yeah, but I got to be queen for the day. The following the day. The following a day, because I didn't get a full. Yeah. Um, we had ice cream cake, cookie dough, my Yes, face. yes, we did. Um, we had, it's... It's funny because for all our little birthday parties, <laughs> the way we provide cheap lunch is we buy, um, we bought a bunch of Taco Bell one time. We bought a bunch of Del Taco. This time was Jack in the Box. <laughs> so Jack in the Box tacos and chicken sandwiches. It's fun. And it's, um, it's just it's just fun to be together again with vaccinated people, and it's just. I missed it so much, so. So tell us about the spoilings. What things did you get? How were you celebrated? And was it sufficient? Um, I got majorly spoiled. I mean, you always spoil me, but you, like, really got me a lot of stuff this year. Did I? Yeah. I got, Good. like, my water shoes, which were on my list because we're heading to the beach. So I'm excited about those. I got um, a Disneyland um, 3D book. Yeah, that was like kind of the biggest. 3D splurge. glasses, and you—that wasn't on my list. You found that. 
I like to do a mix of between your list and then my own things. You know, sometimes it's nice to get stuff that you've asked for. But right. I don't want to only just buy something that you've said you want. You right. Know? I got an office puzzle I really wanted. I got another Lego cityscape that you gave away, but didn't I didn't realize it. Yes. We got you the New York one. Because I was working on my San Francisco one. And I said, oh. San Francisco and I was like, oh, it's soon. New York. And then you're like, no, it's San Francisco. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I forgot. Okay, 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 okay. Because I forgot. That you I got were. it, got it. Um, and then I got... Um, my parents got you a cool big Yeah, thing. I got a, a lounge fly, my first lounge fly. If you've ever been to a Disney park recently, it's the little backpacks that everybody wears around the park. Do you love bags? I have so many bags, but I am addicted. They're my addiction. And your parents got me a Jigglypuff. And for people who don't know what a Jigglypuff lounge fly is, can you just describe it's what it is? It's a little backpack that's... Um, it's like a super tiny backpack, and it's so cute, and it's perfect for like theme parks and what's Jigglypuff? Hikes. Jigglypuff is a Pokemon. A lot of people don't know that. What? A lot of like adults. Jigglypuff aren't is familiar. like the cutest Pokey. Well, if you said Pikachu, you'd probably get more people than who you're talking about. But I think Jigglypuff necessitates yeah, a little explanation. That's good. Let's see. I'm forgetting some stuff though. Well, we got you. A oh, bunch. you got me a book about like uh, it's like five thousand ideas to do in fifty states and provinces, which yep. I'm really excited All about. All ten Canadian provinces. It did not mention the three Canadian territories, though, unfortunately. So, well, if you we go realize, there, we'll have to come up with our own stuff to do. <laughs> you realize if we go to if we didn't do the stuff that I want to do in the forty eight states that we've been to, we got to go back. It's true. So. I guess we'll just have to travel more. <laughs> and did you get me a book? You got me the Disneyland book. Yeah, I got you a lot of good stuff. We got you. Oh, um, you got me an office journal that I wanted. It says Save Bandit and it has like a little Save Bandit. Another front. And um, your. Future Forestry new CD. Your brother and sister in law and my niece got me a Dundee. Yes. And um, I, your parents got me an office sign. Got a lot of good stuff. So, spoiled. Yeah. We um, tried, you yeah. know. My friend, um, my friend Trisha dropped off these cookies from this place called Crumble. I think that's the name of them. I don't know. It was pretty tasty. You shared them. They were so good. And then she got me other stuff, too. But that was... <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, Are you trying to remember? Or, I think that's good. You don't have to list everything because I know that we did. My mom got me some colorful knives, like um, probably like three or four months ago, and um, I haven't cut my finger on them yet. So I really good. love them. Like I didn't think I was like, well, I have knives, but I've been using the same knives and I've never gotten sharpened and. You know, we could just sharpen 20 them. 20 years. But none of your knives are purple or pink before yeah, now. Yeah, so, so That's nice. And she also gave me some other some other stuff. So it's been, it's been a fun birthday. Well, good. I'm glad that you feel 
and celebrated. and celebrated. I also had a special day that you I felt did. celebrated on. I'm wondering what this note is on our notes. What, Father's Day Emperor for a day? <laughs> um, I was not just made king for a day. I was made emperor for a day. I can't do the same thing. I gotta change it up. And what that entails is I get to declare a lot of things. You have a you have a further. I have rule. a further my my rule my reign encompasses a further reach, so I get to declare more things. You know, <laughs> it's not just my own little kingdom, but other kingdoms have to listen to me too. So, <laughs> uh, you guys had to do everything I said. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's what I've wanted. He's the only one that he had no way to earn it because he has never gifted one, and he doesn't make mommy daddy dollars. But, well, I make them, literally. I just don't <laughs> earn them. Um, but the cool thing is, so, in addition to getting my one emperor for a day, Janelle took a page out of my book, but then rewrote the book <laughs> and gave me an additional 12 emperors for a day. But the catch is that she made up 12 gift certificates that say emperor for a day on it, and they're hidden in our house. But apparently they're so thoroughly hidden that they had to like write down where they hid everything. And they said, I may or may not come across it. And I have until Audrey leaves for college to find them all. And they're not going to give me any clues. So one day I may be like cleaning out behind the TV and like find a piece of paper tucked behind the You should clean behind the TV and see. And then then (laughs) I'll get to cash it in and get another one. So I did find one that you hid because one of the things I did. Obviously. Places you knew I was gonna want to so. put risk on my emperor for a day, and you yeah. hit it in there just because I. I wanted that game. you to find one on. But like, I haven't found any other since then, and yeah. I poked around a bit. I'm convinced that you hid them in places where there's chores or home improvement things you want me to do, so I'll be rewarded by completing those projects. I'll never tell. But I haven't done any, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Not since the dryer, unless you hit it, like, in the dryer vent, but I already did that. No, I didn't put them in places that you would, like, throw it away or anything. That's good. Well, that's what I was asking. There is a chance you might throw one away, but I'll know if you do. Oh, this is an interesting clue. Did you hide it, like, in the trash can but under the trash bag? Gross. No. Hmm. Then trash would drip on Where would I maybe throw it away? Like... In some old vegetables that are going rotten? Well, I'm trying to encourage you to eat more veggies. Uh, I don't know. But I do know that it was really cool. And you guys spoiled me with a lot of fun stuff, And I'm not saying... Like, and I told you this. It doesn't mean, like, you're not going to get your emperors for the day. Like, if you don't find them all on your own. I just want to... There's a deadline. Spread them out and... Yeah. You know, and I want to do them before Audrey goes to college. <laughs> I agree. No, I think that's great. I, I'm very, I was very intrigued by the whole thing. It's like an ongoing scavenger hunt every day in my house now. <laughs> He's looking around the house right now, like, where, where, could where did it be? you put it? Are they all inside the house? They're all inside the house. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do any outdoors. Okay, that's good. So I'll leave it at that, but. Let's see, you guys got me a lot of fun presents, but the highlight that I'll mention is they got me a copy of the Princess Bride soundtrack on vinyl. The soundtrack on a record, which is kind of a perfect soundtrack to have on a record, so... You kind of put it at the top of your wish list. I mean, I did tell you to buy it for me and say (laughs) this is what I want for Father's Day, but you bought it, (laughs) and it was only like, what, 20 bucks with Prime, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. 
So you got the thing that I said I wanted. Yay! You did a lot of other creative stuff that I didn't know about, though. But anyway, it was fun. A lot of good celebrating each other. Yeah. We like to do that. It's, Where did you pick for your food? Um, well, I always go for some sort of an Asian-inspired type of thing mm-hmm. because that's some of my favorite food and nobody else ever picks that. Um, so I got Panda Express. Avi. Um, which, again, I, I realize may or may not be the most authentic, but like I said, Asian-inspired. But there's this new like Korean barbecue like chicken wing place in town. It's that, called Chicken Bros. That's... A pretty legit, like, you know, authentic type of experience, and it is good. It's good. We got that, so that was the other one. You probably wouldn't like it if you knew how expensive it was, though. Yeah, just don't tell me. I also wouldn't like it if we had to go out anywhere because it's like so garlicky. I mean, so good. Oh, it is. But like, it's I reek you. after and we you, get like, there. Just kind of smell all yeah. over. I mean, it's it, great. It like, absorbs into your clothes. It's great, but like, I couldn't eat it and then go out for a day like you have to have it's a plan for a day to be in if you're gonna eat that well and you also got a, a emperor costume oh that's right yes and i i um, made you a throne i got a throne just like you guys which is a lazy boy cover that's red Still, velvet. <laughs> it's on my same. I like my lazy boy, so. Um, That's his favorite place to sit, and he doesn't like one of the lazy boys. It's not as comfortable. Well, I don't like it as much. So, I just got one to yeah. cover your. Well, the funny thing is, there's a robe, and the robe fit fine, but the little emperor hat. Yeah, it's it was. For it like says one baby. size fits most, and it did not have. They didn't take into account the vecchio <laughs> cranium when they were making Take-in- those hats. <laughs> It doesn't even fit on my head. No, it looks it looks like I'm wearing a pencil top on top of my head. Anyway, it was a really fun time. We like celebrating each other because we like each other. Yeah. That helps. You were very benev. Yeah, I didn't make you guys do anything too, but I did get to choose the music in the background too, and there's some like demo recordings and stuff I've been wanting to listen to that were a little probably not to your taste, but still. He also chose to play Risk like the last five minutes of the day. Hey, that's so been that's established through other people's reigns. Still going. That if you do that, if you start something right near the end, we get to finish it. And if everyone else gets to play that, I get to, I get to do it. I haven't that. done that. Well, just because you didn't take the advantage of the, <laughs> just you and Audrey. the system in place. It's not <laughs> up to me. Well, anyway, I like to celebrate you. I like to celebrate you. How do you like to celebrate each other, dear listeners? <laughs> Please write in at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com and tell us what types of things you do for the people that you like <laughs> to celebrate them. We've and, also been doing um, our holidays, our special holidays. That's right, each day. So some highlights have been, uh, well, today was Onion Ring Day. And we did get onion rings. Yeah, the best ones in town. Absolutely. Um, Tams. Yeah. In case you're wondering. Tomorrow is the um, National Hydration Day. So we're going to drink a lot of water. And we're going to do water balloons. So that's good. And, um. Did we already talk about Loving Day? I yeah, feel like we talked we did. about okay. Loving Day, the last one. That's I'm my favorite trying to one think, so far. Like, if there are any more interesting ones. Oh, um, Box Day is actually where. This is for um, listeners of the show, Josh and Rachel. You um, make an effort to play in a box with your cat. 
how did that become a holiday thing? I don't know. That's a holiday. I, I will tell you, though, like, I mean, that's silly, and if you have a cat, that's fun, do that, whatever, but... That's kind of what I anticipated all of these to be with just some dumb thing that someone posted on the internet yeah. and now everyone says that. But I've been really surprised at the actual history of some of these things. Yeah. Like it's, it's actually been a really good learning experience. Yeah, we learned about Juneteenth, our newest national holiday. Yeah. And I, I knew about it previously, but it was, it was interesting to learn a deeper history of it. Um, so it's been educational, it too. And we're going to drink more water. And we're going to drink more water. Oh, eat, eat more veggies day. Yeah. I had the kids made, make, like, insect-shaped veggies because there was bug busting day. Which bug busting is just to, like, learn how to check your kids for lice. <laughs> so instead of checking my kids' hair for lice. You made bug-shaped vegetables. Yeah. So. yeah. Like I said, some of them have been more silly than others, <laughs> but it has been a really fun experience. So yeah. I'm glad we've been doing that. Yeah. You know what else is a fun experience? Receiving written correspondence mail. from our listeners, and we have some listener mail. You got mail. Okay, so we got... A string of messages from our frequent writer in her, Ben. Yay! All right, we haven't uh, we haven't heard from Ben in a little bit, but he's we're going to know busy. why. Uh, he's going to tell us in his letter here. All right, let's hear it. All right, and so Ben writes, "Hey, hey, it's your favorite frequent writer in her. Well, at least perhaps your favorite from the Volunteer State of Tennessee. That's probably safe to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can commit to that." Um, here's a pop quiz for you. This is exciting, and I promise I did not look this up, <laughs> although I did preview the email beforehand. Without looking them up, name the states as best as you can that border Tennessee. Let's see who the geography buff is between Janelle and Phil. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Okay. You're going to write them down, and I'm going to write them down separately. I'll snip it so that this goes together quickly. And then we're going to compare our list, and then I'm going to Google it and see who got the closest. Okay. All right, go. All right, you have your list? Yeah. This is tough, and I'm going to be embarrassed if I did badly, but... You did badly? I don't know. I will say this up front. I know... I'm pretty sure that Tennessee and Kentucky are the two states with the most states that touch it. I feel like they're tied. This is just going off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's that. What do you mean? Like, they have the most states that border them. Like, California touches Oregon, Nevada, oh, and Arizona. Okay. Right? I think those are the two states that have the most states that touch them. Maine, you know, only touches one state, one. right? Yeah. So, Alaska and Hawaii don't touch any. Yeah. So I got it. I got it. Saying? Okay, so I think those are the ones that have the most. I don't remember for sure, but this, I got what I got. So read what you have first. So we took a road trip from Kentucky into Tennessee. No. No? Not with you. Not You know, you've never, I have, but you never did. Oh, well, Tennessee was close. <laughs> okay. So What'd Kentucky. I, I haven't, just say them out because we're going to look them up now. Georgia does, Alabama does, and South Carolina. Okay, so here's what I wrote. We'll, we'll compare. Kentucky, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, 
Arkansas, Missouri, Louisiana, South Carolina. I believe there's eight. Wow. I could be wrong. It might be seven, and I might have added. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's Should hard. I look it up? I'm trying to picture it in my brain, yeah. So just look up states that border. Tennessee. States that border Tennessee. Okay, there are eight states. Eight states. Okay, I got the number right. Read it Kentucky, off. Kentucky. Yeah. Virginia. Oh, no. I was going to write down Virginia, and I didn't. Uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Mississippi. Oh. Arkansas and Missouri. I was also going to write down Missouri. All right. So Mississippi and Virginia, I missed. And I put Louisiana, South Carolina instead. I knew oh, Mississippi. I was trying to picture like how it connects up at the top there. But that makes sense. Mississippi is in between Louisiana and Alabama. So duh. And South Carolina, I couldn't remember. for. I know it's right over there, but I couldn't remember if it touched it a little bit or not. And I guess yeah, Virginia. I guess now I gotta look at like a full map of it to see. See, I couldn't remember here if South Carolina poked over that far. And then Louisiana, I was I was trying to remember I knew it touched a little bit else there, but I couldn't I well, I forgot just Mississippi in there. Seeing the border when we were in Kentucky. Yeah, and we then were close. We drove up Georgia into Chatt- Chattanooga and, and back down, down to Alabama. Alabama. So in Virginia, that little snippet there in Virginia, I forgot. So I got those. I feel pretty good about that for totally going blind. Oh, and then what's the other state that has the, the border the most states that border the most other states? The most neighborly states are Tennessee and Missouri both share eight. Oh, interesting. So Missouri has more. How many does Kentucky have? Kentucky borders one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven. Okay, so I, I wasn't too far off on that either, but Missouri is the one that ties. All right. I mean, you know, it's not perfect, but I'll take it. That's fun. I like that yeah. one. I promise I didn't cheat. I actually really enjoy maps and geography. I'm just not, like, a stellar pro like Phil. Well, I mean, a stellar pro would have gotten them all right, and I would have... Imagine in my brain that well Louisiana, you do whenever you play the license plate game. I know, so. but it's it's hard to get the exact layout, especially on the East Coast when they're all kind of like overlapping and stuff. Like it's a lot easier when you get you know west of the Mississippi and they're all big blocky things. It's easy to picture where those are all. Like. Well, if we were like one of those interviews on the street, like they do on Jimmy Kimmel, we wouldn't have even been shown because we get too many of the states <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. So take comfort in that i do all right but that's not all that ben has for us he's got more that was just a fun game there he says have just caught up on your podcast and have enjoyed them all thanks (laughs) have been traveling a bit as you may have known yeah we've been following along a little bit there on social media he said we made a trip to the cowboy state aka wyoming Warmer weather this time compared to our last trip in February, (laughs) and we saw different wildlife this time, including grizzly bears and cubs. The Vecchio clan would love it. Are Audrey and Luke much into wild animals? We love seeing wild animals. Nothing like spotting an animal in the wild. It's like basically the highlight of our hikes. We always keep tabs on what creatures we spotted. Um, I much prefer seeing animals in the wild than like having to take care of it. Because then you see it, it's beautiful, you observe it in its natural habitat, and then you go home and you don't have to pick up its poop. <laughs> That's the way to experience animals as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah, we love seeing wildlife. Like, we get, like, super nerdy excited about it. Now, the kids have been to Wyoming. We've stayed in Wyoming. But we have not gone to Yellowstone yet with them. I've been, but the kids have not yet. We we did stay in Wyoming. But we have stayed in the western, or sorry, the eastern part of Wyoming. So. Um, then he said, enjoyed your recap of going to see Cruella in the theater. I can definitely relate to, ex- to your experience, as it was also the first film I've seen in a movie theater in a long time. Since last September for myself, though I know it was longer for you. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> for us, it was since last... Like, What did we figure? It was like the very beginning of March, actually, mm-hmm. right? Of You went after us. Yeah, but it was only a couple days, so still beginning of March. Um... I agree with you that the movie was great, but aside from that, let me just tell you that that first taste of movie theater buttered popcorn can be equated to the first time I heard the Beatles. Yes, it was that emotional, and I can't wait to get back to seeing movies in the theater on a regular basis. See, that's the thing. I was so looking forward to the nuts side of that. His was the nuts, not popcorn. I mean, I'm fine with movie theater popcorn. Like, I'll eat it if it's in front of me. Probably, unfortunately, but I just... love, like, I'm not like a popcorn person, but I love the shakers that some of them yeah. do. Love the shaker powder, and then I also love like the caramel cheddar Chicago mix. Oh, see, I'm if it's like a flavored popcorn like yeah. that, I'm good. And I like and to I love, mix them, like at home popcorn, fresh pop, microwave. Just movie theater always leaves me a little wanting. Yeah, I agree. but. I understand, like, many people have a passion for that. And yeah. there is a nostalgia to it. Again, I'm not saying I won't eat it, but for me it was those nuts. But you ordered the nuts from the place and they came. I did. And we've been snacking <laughs> ordered, on them ever since. I ordered $100 worth of nuts I because they only such a big char- box. They only charge, like, six bucks for shipping, like, no matter what you ordered. So I just packed it up. Well, we've got enough nuts to last us until... <laughs> I don't know, next year probably. <laughs> There's like a lot of nuts in there. We haven't even scratched the surface yet. But they're so good. <laughs> All right, then he says, I have not seen or heard of the Christmas that almost wasn't. Almost wasn't that once was a Christmas, Christmas that almost wasn't. Um, I can't believe it. I mean, I hadn't heard about it probably until... Mystery Science Theater. I just so. think it's funny that on our notes, Christmas movies is its own subcategory. No, well, they are their own category. Um, he said, hard as it may be to believe, I've not seen as many movies as one might think. Case in point, Condor Man was a new one for me just recently, and I still haven't seen The Beast of Yucca Flats, which is apparently <laughs> a must-watch film on Phil's list. In the category of bad films, it is it one is. of the greatest. It's like, for me, it's Plan 9 from Outer Space, and then right down below that is Beast from Yucca Flats. Maybe Giant Gila Monster and Killer Shrews are up there, too. But <laughs> it's in, like, the top five easily of best bad movies. The whole entire thing, they never recorded dialogue. They just shot it so that whenever someone's talking, it's, like, from behind that person's head. So they never, they just, like, dubbed it in a, in a thing and never had to, like, match up lips or anything. It's great. That's just the beginning of it. Plus, it's Tor Johnson, who was also in Plan 9 from Outer mm-hmm. Space. And the narration. Oh, you have never heard narration like this. It, it makes, it would make Ed Wood proud, I'll yeah. just say. You should definitely watch that one. All right. <laughs> um, 
Ben says, speaking of that Christmas movie, are you aware of the Simpsons reference to it? Here's the link to the YouTube video clip. And then he put there a link to the Simpsons and the sketches. The Christmas that almost wasn't, but then was. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. You'll have, wow. have to watch that later. I wasn't aware of that connection. Honestly, I didn't really know about this movie until fairly recently, but it was it's it's a memorable one. It's it one is. I will not soon forget. <laughs> Uh, he said, I see the original 1966 classic is available on Crackle, so I'll see about streaming it sometime. It is a very unique movie experience. Like, I mean, I can't recommend it as a good movie necessarily. It's a horrible movie. But it is, like, memorable, though. It is bizarre. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how this movie got made or who they were making it for. My favorite part is the photo montage that they obviously just ran out of money to use film. <laughs> so they just, they just took, took still pictures. shots and did a little still shot montage. Yeah. But also, like, how many songs from that movie do we still walk around singing? Yeah. And you do, too. I've heard you. Oh, yeah. Prune, prune, vroom, prune, prune. prune. The name of the song is prune. prune. It's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, then he says, so as many of your frequent listeners can attest, Phil is prone to some under-the-breath comments during their episodes. For example, sometimes during Janelle's discussion of the Bachelors series. But I think I caught one recently that most people would likely not recognize. I believe it was in a talk about Janelle's surprise birthday gift to Phil involving a flight and live music. Amazing gift, by the way, Janelle. Yes, it was. <laughs> Under his breath, Phil said, maybe it flew. Do you know what that's from? Yeah, Waiting for Guffman. Yes, that's right. But you didn't catch me saying it because I was like talking over no, you. No, I just ignore you when you're... But Ben says, might that have been a Waiting for Guffman reference? Wow. I think it's Corky's line during their big production at the end. Am I wrong? No, you're right. In fact, it's from the part about nothing ever happens, happens on Mars. Mars. When uh, they're trying to figure out, that ain't no feed storage mm-hmm. bin. Oh, I love that movie so much. It's a great movie. Classic. So, yes, thank you, Ben, for catching those. You know, and when I do those little comments, I mean, I do those all the time, but when I do it while we're recording, and I know that Janelle didn't catch it, whether she knows it or just didn't hear me say it, I always think, I know Ben will get these. Ben will know I said that. <laughs> He'll catch that reference. So, it's not for nothing. It's for you, Ben. <laughs> I Here's the, like, funniest part about doing these, like, old home video, like, digitizing Phil and his brother, um, David, we went to Walt Disney World in, like, 2003, like, right before we got married. And the entire video, David and Phil are just quoting movies back and forth to each other. It's like they don't even <laughs> talk. They just were quoting. Yeah, but we know what it, what it means. It was and that's our whole Disney World trip. And then when you started doing do 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 every time you saw the Epcot ball, yeah, um, that was basically all the footage. Yeah, it's very entertaining still to this day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just don't. My brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, um, let's see. Ben closes it out all for now. Keep up the good vibes and looking forward to hearing about more Vecchio adventures to the movie theater. And beyond. Thank you so much for writing in, Ben. And we will, of course, continue to tell you about all our adventures. Yeah. Some big ones of which are coming up soon. So exciting. Very, very exciting. 
But um, if you other dear listeners would like to write to us, don't forget, you can reach us at MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com, or you can go to our Facebook page and send us a message, or Instagram is also good. Yeah. Or wherever. Send us a carrier pigeon if you really would like to. <laughs> That'd be cool. Just just put Mandarin Orange Show and whisper that into the bird's ear, and then it'll fly <laughs> off towards us. That's how it works. Yeah, totally. Birds do have ears, by the way. They're just not external. They're under their feathers. Yeah. I just didn't want to get any letters. Birds don't have ears. How do you think they hear? (laughs) But it would be funny if they had big old floppy ears flying around. That would be hilarious. You know what else would be hilarious? If we did another segment. (laughs) What are we doing? Let's talk some movies. Alright, we did tell you about how we finished Marvel last time, and so we're actually open to watching a few new movies, and we actually do, uh, we have some other stuff to talk about here, so up first, we watched a very interesting one on Netflix that was a semi-recommendation from my mom. Yeah. Um, It was a qualified recommendation, I'll say, because it's very cheesy. But it had a particular interest to me for a reason. We watched this movie called A Week Away. Tell us about A Week Away. Oh, it was Christian High School Musical. At summer camp. Mm Mm-hmm. That pretty much sums it up. Because, well, they have a Disney one called Camp Rock. So it's that. Christian Christian of that, yeah. So, I mean, super cheesy. It's very much in the style of those, like... Made for TV, Disney, and or Nickelodeon shows. And Annabelle Hooper. That's right, from <laughs> Annabelle Hooper and the Ghosts of Nantucket. Which we watched with one of our exercise movies. Which is also a terrible movie for a very different reason. <laughs> Her acting fit a little better in this type of movie because it was supposed to be super cheap. There was a lot of smell the toot acting. Yeah, but... Um, it's definitely not the type of movie I have any interest in, except for the fact that they did have a weird selection of... Because, you know, they like like in Glee or whatever, where they sing covers of older yeah. songs, they picked... I think there was like five or six licensed songs from like old Christian like CCM pop music. Yeah. So they Stephen had... Curtis Chapman. Amy Grant. Michael, Michael W. Smith, Smith. Rich Mullins. Audio Adrenaline. Yeah. Um, and so they did these, like, covers of them, and in fact... Dance numbers. Spoiler alert, there's a cameo from both Amy Grant and Stephen Curtis Chapman in the movie. This is great. And it was fun to watch in a weird way for those, like, weird covers and the nostalgia (laughs) of that stuff. It's, to me, it's such a weird movie. Like, who is that movie made for? I mean, because people like me, who have some nostalgia for that... Have no interest no. in like the teeny bopper, you know, made for TV type movie. And Audrey and Luke, although they do like a lot of our music, they don't have any nostalgia for those old songs. Right. And they thought it was cheesy. Even they thought it was cheesy. So I don't know. It was such a weird. I guess it's done well though. So there's enough people like us that are like, oh, we got to watch that. <laughs> what was it rated? Was it. Do people like it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I have to go back and look. I mean, there's got to be enough people that just like Baby Baby and you know, like Amy Grant's in a Christian summer camp <laughs> dance movie. I gotta watch that. It's weird. It's again, I don't really recommend it. Other than if you are interested to hear like current teenagers sing like Audio Adrenaline's Big House all together while dancing yeah. at summer camp, 
If that sounds intriguing to you. Or if you, you want to see Annabelle Hooper in a new starring role. Or if you want to see Dave Keckner be like a Christian leader of a Christian summer oh, yeah, camp. that was hilarious. That's pretty this funny, too. Todd Packer. Todd Packer up there, like, doing worship songs and stuff is pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they also have, like, outtakes at the end of the movie. And when he messed up, you could tell it was like, oh, darn, I'm going to have to shoot around that one. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's pretty funny also. Um, yeah, so that was fun um, in and its own way. We also watched uh, the new Disney Pixar movie, Luca. Luca. Which went straight to Disney Plus, and yep. they did not do a premium they charge do, for this one. I don't think they they released it, I think, maybe in one theater in Hollywood. Yeah, I feel like, like the uh, Hyperion El Capitan or, or something like one that. One of those. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Luca? I really liked it a lot. I. You know, it takes a lot of good story for me to really be invested in a cartoon. Yeah, but you generally are pretty into Pixar. I love the Pixars. And this one was really good. Yeah, I think so. I really like the, like, it was like 19, I want to say late 50s, early 60s, mm-hmm. Italy, like coast of Italy setting. Felt like we were back it in the Isle totally of Capri. It was totally like Yeah. And um, we really... Enjoyed it. They they made cartoon pasta look really yummy. Oh my gosh! They also had a really cool, like very distinct art style compared to a lot of the Pixar yeah, it was ones. Different. But it looked really good. Like I really liked it. More stylized than yeah. a lot of them. Um, but I don't. I thought it was really. It was really good. Really well done. The kids I, loved it. Sasha Baron Cohen has a really funny, like small part in it. That like that was my favorite. He was really funny in it. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, good. I approve. That's great. Um, then, finally, in our classic series, we watched a movie with the kids. Since we just finished all the Marvel movies, I thought this was the perfect this is time. Perfect. We watched Mystery Men. You picked it on your Emperor for the day. I did. I made everyone watch it on Emperor for the day. Janelle, I think I have probably done Mystery Men in the movie quote game like five times on this show, and you've never guessed it yet. Do you think now you will recognize Mystery Men? Maybe. Like Not if promising I said, anything. If I said just junk it, would you remember what that is now? No. Just junk it. No, I wouldn't. When he like picks up the little stress ball, he's like, that little sucker just saved your life. I would remember that one. All right. It's a Harley compatible. It's, no. it's compatible. It's pretty much the same thing. No. We just watched it. You wouldn't remember I that? I wouldn't remember it. <sighs> See? Red eyes, red eyes, red eyes. No. Man, we literally just watched this movie. Yeah, but you don't say it like them. Well, if I tried to say it like them, then you'd know. That's the whole game. So I can tell you this is the movie. We just watched it, and you still don't remember it. I'm just telling you which ones I would get and which ones I wouldn't. Why am I standing in these watermelons? I don't remember telling I you to do that. I would remember that. See, and I've said that quote to you, and you still didn't know it. I would remember that. If you don't learn to master your rage, your rage will become your master. That's what you're going to say, I isn't would it? remember that. Not necessarily. I love Mystery Man. It's so good. It's highly underrated. And it was, like, so ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Because this came out before, you know, like, all the Marvel movies. I think it was even before X-Men. Definitely before yeah. Spider-Man. I mean, they basically had the Superman, the Tim Burton Batmans, and, you know, a few other, you know, random superhero movies here and there. Maybe Blade had come out by then. But that's it. Because I think yeah. it was, like, 98. Yeah. 
So it's really, really funny, you guys. It's just so good. And I think it holds up. It's kind of timeless. It is. I, I loved it. I love seeing it again. Probably haven't seen it since college. Oh, that paint. No, I know you have because we watched it on DVD when we got it. It's pretty close to college. No, it wasn't. We didn't get a DVD player until after we were married. That was pretty close to college. It's four years later. Now. Three and a half years <laughs> later. Anyway. Uh, Mystery Man is great. The kids had a lot of fun with it, too, because, again, just coming fresh off of Marvel. Yeah. There's a lot of good superhero jokes. They loved it. They were, like, rolling on the floor in the first five minutes. I will keep dreaming. When I wake up, you better hope you're asleep. <laughs> Sweet dreams, lilac. What happened to Claire Forlani? I don't know. Maybe she just, <laughs> she was feeling too forlorn oh, to keep acting. I have no idea. But I do know that that's all the movies we watched this week. And um, we're going to go on to our next thing. We do need to do a quick Couch Potato Corner yes. as well. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. So first of all, we got to do updates on our ongoing reality show competition shows that we watched. So first of all, Lego Masters. So, Lego Masters did, like... Wait, what was this week? <laughs> they built um, buildings on a big earthquake the thing. building And it had to withstand yeah. the earthquake happening, but also, you know, be aesthetically pleasing. And it was really fun. It was very interesting. Um, I guess spoilers if you're following along, but our... The ones that Janelle... Or the kids and I are rooting for are still in, and your girls are still They're in. They're still so, in. Um... It's really fun, and I really recommend that show. It's really entertaining. Yeah. Even if you're not, like, a big Lego builder, like, it's a really entertaining one to see what people come up with. Well, yeah, like, we are we like to follow the books and stuff, and we don't do much, you know... Speak for yourself. ...replay. Um, the stuff they come up with is crazy. Like, it's so impressive. I mean, I don't build, like, giant buildings like they do, but... Yeah, like... I build a lot of stuff with Lego. To do that in a 14 hours or whatever? It's crazy. Um, we also uh, watched the next episode of Alone, which is great. Uh, again, highly recommended. Uh, I, I don't think that we're going to spoil for anyone, but the two people that we're going for, they're one that I'm going, they're still in. And um, it's good. It's a really good season. There's some very entertaining people. Um my guy that I'm rooting for swam across like a very cold bay just to go see what was on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my girl is digging a underground home. A pit house. To keep warm in the winter. Yeah, very exciting. There's bears, <laughs> moose. It's very, very cool it's stuff. It's fun. Highly recommend this show. Um, we also, I think we talked about, we, we finished WandaVision. Or start, I thought we started it. No, we hadn't started Winter. I don't think we started Falcon and Winter Soldier oh, okay. yet. So we finished WandaVision. It's a masterpiece. We watched it again, and it's just as good. I think it's beautiful. And then we went into Falcon and Winter Soldier. What did you think of that? It was very edgy. Yeah, like surprisingly. So I, I enjoyed it a lot, and it had like some James Bond, like spy thriller type of things. There's a lot of action. It was, Quite a bit more violence, Violent. and this is coming off of just having watched all of it, but quite a bit more like graphic violence, 
and a lot more cussing than there is in like any of the other well, Marvel. And things. it was the same. It was the S word. Like that's the only one they would say, but they kept saying it like, like so over much over and over and over to the point where it almost felt like when you hear like, like trying like a kid who just learned a new cuss word and is trying <laughs> to say it, but they are like someone who doesn't speak English natively and they were trying to like sound cool, but they don't really know how to cuss right. Yeah, like it was almost that much. Like, it really felt like it was still out of place. That being but, said, yeah, it was still phenomenal. It was really good. Very like. Coming off of WandaVision, which did have a huge emotional impact, but was also really funny. And this one did have a lot of humor, but it was a lot more intense, you know, meaningful, deep thinking type of stuff. Um, Really, really powerful. I was excited to finally understand the memes that I saw. Yeah, all the, like, fake Captain America stuff that (laughs) we were like, oh, I'm trying not to see what this is about. Don't show me. Well, it's kind of like um, they say when you mail away for something and this is what you think you're going to get and this is what you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because. The John Walker, Captain John America. John Walker, Captain America. And he doesn't look like a doofus without the mask on. He's a little doofusy, but he's not like. But not he looks, that doofy. He looks doofusy. Well, this with is, it and this on. is the funny thing. Like, you know. People were surprised when they cast Michael Keaton as Batman back then because he was known as like a funny comedian. Right. But when he wears that Batman cowl, he looks like Batman. He does. And a part of casting a role like that is they have to look good in the mask. Yeah. And I think that was an intentional thing on the part of this to like, he doesn't look quite right. It's not how it's supposed to be. Right. It's wrong. Whereas, you know, like when Chris Evans wears a Captain America mask, he looks like Captain America. Yeah. They very much did it on purpose. It's just. Well, and I would even say, like, Robert Downey Jr. would look goofy as Captain America. Like, it, yeah. there's, it's a particular thing you have to look like, you know? Right. Um, anyway. But we won't give away any spoilers, because we, we, we're really thankful we didn't... Yeah, but it, it is it is really good, but definitely uh, on the edgier side of Marvel stuff. So, you know, for, with young kids, you may yeah, want to... Yeah, wait till they get older. And that brings us to current. We watched the first two episodes of Loki. By the time this airs, by the time you guys are hearing this, the third one will be out. Um, but, oh my it's gosh. Like Marvel Fringe. Yeah, or like kind of X-Files-y X-Files. almost. It's so good. It's really, really good. And Tom Hiddleston is Loki. I mean, he's always been great, but this is like the perfect role for him. Yeah. And Owen Wilson is in it, and yeah. he's fantastic. There's a lot of great... It also reminds me of, like, Brazil. Yeah, could see that very much. Yeah. That dystopian, bureaucratic, like, mm-hmm. bizarro world. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. If you haven't watched Loki, and I... I mean, you definitely need to have some familiarity with it to really I get the impact. I you do, though. Like, I think they fill you in. So if you... Yeah. I Some people are really going to like this one, because it's very, like... Of this, of the Marvel TV shows, I guess this one is the one you need to know the least to enjoy. Yeah. But it would help. It would definitely help, and it's definitely been fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so. fantastic. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. And that's our Couch Potato Corner. You guys, we're going to finish up with one more thing before we end this episode. And it's time for game night. Yes. Well, right now we're in a heated battle, Risk. It's been a multi-day adventure. Um, I can never get you guys to play. Well, the kids will play with me, but I can never get you to want to play 
Unless I it's don't a day. like hate it. It's just so long. Well, it's so much. It's so fun so though. Much going around and waiting for people to strategize. I know, and we all get to spend time and think together. No. I love it. We got some good music in the background. It's fine. I love risk. Anyways, the the fun part is when you get out, you're allowed to go do whatever you want. <laughs> Phil doesn't make you wait around the table and watch everybody. So Audrey's out. I think she was a little sad until I was like, you know you can go like play video games now. She's, she's like, like oh. oh. okay. <laughs> she was like, mm. And then she's like, because we haven't finished it still. She's like, the next time you guys play, I'm going to play video games again. Like, yeah, exactly. Because um, it might be a while. <laughs> it's so much fun. We also, on my day, we played Rook. And on your day, we played Rook. Yeah. we love Rook. And let's see, on your day, who won? I think Luke. And then on my day, you won. Yeah. So. And we played a thousand point game. I know. And here's the thing. I was never on a go set team because it's very hard not to go set when you're playing with four people. And I think I only took like two. I like I only took the lead two times. Yeah, that's right. So I kind, kind of, of just rode, rode on, on people's coattails and it worked out to my advantage. Well, I know some of our listeners play Rook, but if you haven't ever tried it, it's so much fun. You do have to have at least four people to make it work. I mean, I guess you could do it with three, but that's kind of weak. Four is kind of yeah, the bare minimum. Yeah, you got to do four. And four or six are the two ideal numbers to do it with, but... Because you have the you have same amount teams. of partners. But I love it. And then one more game that we, I guess, first introduced to our kids. Yeah, they never played. Was Balderdash. Yeah, so Balderdash is the one where, like, it started where you just have to make up a definition to a word. Yeah, all kinds of weird, obscure words. words. But we have Beyond Balderdash, which gives you a date, a word, a movie title. And you have to write a description of the movie. Um... Abbreviations. You have to say what it stands for. And what's the last A person. One? You have to say what they're a famous for. A person, what they're famous for. And. It's so funny, you guys. And our kids are finally old enough to, it. to do it. It's crazy because I remember Audrey. Um, like, we had a game night when Audrey was a few months old. And we played Balderdash. And I just remember, like, rocking her when she was uh-huh. upset. But we played for, like, hours and hours. And now she's playing with us at the table, and I've I've just always loved that game. It's um, your mom won. She yeah. was the best bluffer, or guessing no, she bluffer. she won on guesses almost not not that she didn't get some points, but her strong point was the guesses. And uh, I uh, am usually really good at it, though. Well, you did well. I did okay. It's just fun though because. It's, it's one where the kids have to be old enough that they can write at least somewhat convincingly in order for it to work. And they totally did. Yeah. They, they're at that point. You know, and they're too little. Even if they can write a little bit, if if their writing is going to stand out as a little kid wrote it, that's not right. going to work. You know, and so there's a lot of games they've played when they're pretty young. But this one, you have to wait until right. they're, they're better writers. And they're there. Like, it yeah. was great. It was totally, it was fun. Well, and you might be shocked to know, but I got this game in college, and we have 
kept every single paper everybody's ever written who's ever played the game with us. That's right. So if you've ever played Balderdash with us, we have those Your papers. Your papers are And whenever there. we pull it out and play, we always go through and look at go some of the classic funnies. Um, Emily um, from college has a lot of hilarious ones. Yeah. Jeff Edwards. Yeah. Um, Bo, Bo Pig. Yeah. I'm he's, pretty sure an Aaron or two are in there. Yeah, Aaron's in there. Josh and... Well, Josh probably isn't, but Rachel is. I think Rachel is, yeah. I don't know. I The thing is, is like... I... um, You can tell the people who are just trying to get people to laugh. They, like, don't care about winning. They just want to make people laugh. That is a fun part of and that game. And Phil though. will always do that a couple rounds. I kind of try to balance it. Like, I do... If I think of a really funny thing, but sometimes I can't like, help it. But then your dad voted for him. I know. I got people to vote for the dumbest <laughs> stuff. That's, no, and it wasn't just dad. Mom voted for one. Matt voted for one. And dad voted for one. I can always trick someone with those. Not me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not even fair. But you know what is fair? Bringing this episode to a close. <laughs> it is fair, because... I've got to go to my first doctor's appointment in... A year and a half. Yeah, I've done them all over the phone, but it's time. It's time to go. Got to go in there. Get for my real. checkup. <laughs> so, we want to thank you guys so much for joining us and listening. And I hope you're having a good summer. Hope you're staying cool. Unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere, in which case, I hope you're staying That's warm. Chilly. For all of our Australian listeners... <laughs> Um, that, you know, hopefully it's not too cold. Hopefully. And you just had your winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. (laughs) We had a summer solstice. So, yeah, tell us about that. And uh, if you would like to do so, you can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. How cool would that be if we had Australian listeners? Well, you know, we have a a listener from South Africa on Um, Alex I I heard that. That was so fascinating. So, So. So hopefully, if you're from Australia, just write us and say... What's up? Because we really want to know. Even if you're just too shy. You don't even have to, like, we won't even read it if we could just say, like, just okay, we got know. a letter from Australia. Yes. I mean, or South Africa. Really, any Southern Hemisphere country, <laughs> if you're listening, we would like to hear how winter is going. Any Southern Hemisphere country. That's a lot of countries. That's a lot of countries. So. Um, with that being said, thank you, Janelle, for recording. Thank you for recording with me. And we'll see you next time on Mandarian Orange Show. So for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.